and welcome to our second episode of General Admission. I think there were officially two people, being myself and Aaron, who listened Woo-hoo. to the first one. Um, <laughs> I did actually go back and listen to it. Did you? Did you? Yeah. I had to, like, sort of edit it. <laughs> kind of. I'm not good at it. I just wanted to know how bad we sounded, so. Do you think we sounded bad? No, I don't think my voice was quite as obnoxious as I thought. Because, I mean, I really did think my voice... I don't like hearing myself. Nobody does. So it wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, and uh, update, last time I lied and I said that we had like a Twitter account. Well, we do now, which is Jen Admin Podcast. So G-E-N-A-D-M Podcast. Is that correct? Yes. I'm double checking. She'll double check and let you know. Um, <laughs> so first things first, current obsessions. Aaron, go. Um, we decided, I don't know if we said this last time, I don't know if we said that it was going to be all country music related, but we've extended it. Yeah. Um, and, but I'm still, <laughs> mine is still country music related. That's fine. My current obsession is Chris Lane, and I think he's kind of starting to blow up all of a sudden, and that's probably why. I mean, I'm not like on the ground floor of this, um, but if you don't have his EP... You should buy it. Fix, fix right? It, yes, fix. The song itself's great, but the whole thing's really good. And my one issue is I really want to see him live, and he's out with Dustin Lynch. But, like, you know, how many times have we seen Dustin Seriously. <laughs> like, I... We love you, Dustin. We love you, but... Dustin, but I just... You know, we saw him, like, seven times last year via Luke. And We're seeing and him, him, like, you know, next week. And, and several more times this year. So yeah. I just really don't want to pay to go see him at the Fillmore again. Yeah. So hopefully, I don't know, he'll get himself on a tour that, (laughs) that, uh, I care to pay to see. Cause I just feel like way harsh Ty. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, um, so mine is car karaoke, with James Corden and Adele. I just saw that yesterday, I guess, when it came out. And aside from the fact that Adele is just everything, I was, I guess I expect celebrities in that situation to just be really corny or act like they're way too good for like that environment. And she could because she's Adele. Yeah. (laughs) I, I would let it go, but she really not pretend, but it's like she's your just your best friend that you always knew. And I like I really thought that Adele and James Corden were like buddies. Well, yeah. And then they might be. But then when you hear her sing Spice Girls yes. and then slay was it Nicki Minaj? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, monster. Anyway, so yeah. She can rap. She can. And I remember I was looking through um, the booklet and her album because my mom has the actual CD. There's two people. I bought that for her for Christmas. See, I buy my mom albums for Christmas and holidays too. Yeah. Because how many of us actually buy CDs anymore? Right. I mean, I feel kind of bad. So I was looking I through the booklet and I saw, and I knew she could play piano. I knew that she could play guitar, but I didn't know if she could play the drums. And then and you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it came full circle, and it just solidified for me that Adele is worth every piece of praise that she gets, and then some. So, so people need to not talk about, like, 
people jumping on the Adele bandwagon. Right. There's no bandwagon. There is, she's that good. There's like, it's a bandwagon when it's a, like a one hit wonder or like a, you know, someone new coming out of the woodwork with, you know, like a song that's right. great or an album. That's, or, or on the other hand, like they sucked before and suddenly they're good. So yeah. everybody wants she to She never like sucked. Them. Right. She's always been good. Right. It's just the fact that she was gone for four years to have a baby and raise her or raise her family, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I got my words confused. That happens sometimes. <laughs> um, so I'm good. Yeah. So did you say, and I did double check on Twitter. Did you say Jen Admin? I don't know what I it's, said. It's G-E-N-A-D-M uh-huh. okay. podcast. I I, okay. All right. We're good on that. Everybody right. go follow us. Woo! Yay! Shit, we're over. Go. Oh, shit that I'm over. So, actually, I think you should go first because it's a lead-in to mine. Okay. Yeah. Um, We're both over. Yeah. Like, pretty much within the last week, I've just been over days in general because... Over life? Over life. Because we are six days out from leaving for Crash My Playa. Um... And I have a job that I have to go to that I don't really like. Um, (laughs) And fun fact, I actually applied for a job through CID in Philly. So that's probably not going to happen. Didn't you? I did, but it was for, like, their ambassador thing. But this is a full-time position. Oh, okay. That's just a sidebar. Um, But, yeah, I'm just kind of over having to be an adult and (laughs) do things. Hashtag adulting. Yeah, I don't like Sucks. that very much. Um, so if next Thursday could just get here. And, you know, I'd it's be funny really because happy. we've been counting down since it was like 200 and something, almost 300 days. Yeah. And like the last two or three weeks, it becomes, it's, it's insufferable. Yeah, it's like just drudgery to mm-hmm. get through every day. Mm-hmm. And by Friday, you're pretty antsy anyway, just to get to the weekend and... <laughs> When you have something like that to look forward to, it just makes life as if, you know, our lives are so terrible anyway, but just makes... <laughs> but they're not very exciting. No, so. they're not. So it just makes it that much harder to actually make it through. Yeah. So, but that leads to the shit that I'm over because we are in the, I mean, it is time crunch now. Mm-hmm. I have been searching for a swimsuit probably for two years. No, like longer than that. Yeah. Last year, I was in the same rut at this time of year looking for a swimsuit. The issues, let me tell you. I mean, if you follow me on my personal Twitter, you've probably seen me ranting about this now for like six months easily because I looked all summer long and then I looked at the end of the summer with clearance and then, you know, now it's January and stores either don't have swimwear or they're just starting to bring it in, and it's like very limited selection. And none of them are for people with big boobs. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know that life. No. And so I have a short torso, and I have big boobs, and good luck finding a swimsuit. So I've been saying I'm going to wear a potato sack um, on the beach. I was joking, but I'm... But you know who would be proud of you for wearing a potato sack? Because it's kind of like her aesthetic. Brittany Cole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Brittany Kelly. We love you. I but yeah. Anyway. So um I'm I'm over trying to find a swimsuit. 
so it doesn't really make sense for me to be ready to be on the beach because I don't have a swimsuit. I do have a swimsuit. It's just, it looks like it's for someone who's like three times my age. <laughs> um, but we're getting pretty old, so. We are getting old. So I guess I just need to embrace it. I need to embrace the old lady tankini. There we go. And um, yeah, I guess that's it. Okay. Because I could really. Yeah. I could go on. And I get that enough from her, so I'm going to save you guys She's going to get it while we're there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, where'd we go last week? Where were we this time last Friday? Well, we were at the Fillmore Philadelphia waiting. Well, I don't know if we were waiting. No, we were inside by now. No, I meant like who was on. Was was there an opener on right now? Yeah. I think at this time last week, we were suffering through the Cadillac 3. Mm, Yeah. So where we were, we went to see Chase Rice, because that's the most important fact here. Um, But we're going three years strong. Yeah. Woo! Um, And... We're still, like, kind of bitter about the fact that he's, like, the one person who is not going to be at Crash My Playa, that we kind of yeah. laid our dream lineup, and he, yeah, so we had to just go ahead and, that was my phone, sorry, um, we had to go ahead and see him prior to going to Mexico, so we didn't feel like, you know, we, we were missing I mean, out on him. Yeah, I mean, we're still going to miss him, if he can, like... Be a last-minute addition in there, even if he's just playing poolside somewhere. That'd be awesome. Um, but I have to say that we have been to the Fillmore, Silver Spring, Silver Spring, and now we've been Silver Springs, Maryland. Like right. your people probably don't right. So or, it's like I guess they call it um, like northern, like Montgomery it, County, isn't it? Yeah, like. So it's like that whole northern VA, D.C. area that all kind of, kind of runs together. Um, but those venues are great. They just happen to be in, like, weird, weird places. places. That was a weird place, too. Yeah. And, and the one in Philly, I just felt like it was in a part of the city that was not complete. <laughs> and it's just weird. A lot of, like, chain leak fences. And um, roads that didn't make sense. Yeah, gravel instead of, like, pavement. And I feel like Philly is hard to navigate anyway. It kind of is. At least parts of it. If you're not, like, like center city Philadelphia, then it gets a little hairy. And uh, the thing is, you know it's in a weird place when you're driving there, and it says, like, your destination is on your right in a quarter of a mile, and you're like, is it going to be, like... Like, you think it's wrong. Right. Because there's just nothing there. Yeah. You're, like, going under overpasses, <laughs> and there's, I don't know. It was bizarre. We found it. Um, Actually, we had, like, less trouble getting to that venue than many venues in the past. Right. Which we'll get to later. Yeah. Um, but the show itself, I mean, Chase always puts on a fun show. He's very high energy. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, for just being him and... It's not like he's got a Brian Kelly or whatever to interact with on stage. <laughs> so, I mean, he certainly holds his own on stage, and he's beautiful. Oh. And we happen to be right at the at the catwalk. Um, so, I mean, we were close enough that we could, like, look up a shirt, <laughs> which which I did. I did a lot. Um, and basically almost be stepped on by every guy in the band. He almost uh, stomped my fingers a few times, which yeah. I guess if you're going to break my fingers. 
then at least I can say Chase Rice. Right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but I have to say that everybody knows that he sings Ride, which is an awkward, it's been an awkward experience every time we've seen him. Right. Because the first time, wait, I cannot remember who he pulled on stage the first time. I just know that the second time there was a question as to the um, legality. Yeah, we're not quite sure if she was of the age of consent. Um, so <laughs> he that, and he was a little nervous about it too. Um, so that made it weird. And this time, he I think he got through like half the song. And all of a sudden he stops and we're thinking... He's going to pull someone on stage. Right, like he normally does. Well, I guess this poor girl threw up... <laughs> And or was actively throwing up in the middle of the audience. Right. And I, I think he was just trying to be like a nice guy and called security over, I guess. But nobody really knew what was going on. So we thought he was just taking like an extra long time to pick somebody <laughs> or they were taking an extra long time to get on stage. Oh, no. He stopped and the band vamped. Yeah. It was while <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> like of all the songs to stop in the right. middle of. To be like, hey, she's puking. Right. I mean, it's like a really sexy song, and puke is not. <laughs> so. That was weird. It was definitely weird. Um, um, But I feel like that time, the lady that he pulled up on stage, it wasn't awkward. It was kind of cute. Because she was so <laughs> flustered and, like, was couldn't flustered. believe that that was happening to her. I mean, I would be on the floor, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would lose all ability to move. Your ability to can. Yeah, it would just... No, I mean, as much as I say I would want that to happen to me, I don't... I don't think I would. I think I've said before that I would not want this, which sounds crazy, but... I mean, I would be blotchy. (laughs) (laughs) I would have word vomit. You wouldn't be able to say a word. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, So... But we kind of digressed from the the point that we were trying to make. Which was what? <laughs> like, leading up to the actual show. Um, he had two openers. Tucker Beathard? Is it Beathard? Beathard? Well, I don't know. He, sure. was, he was all right. The thing is, we didn't know who he was going into it. You know, it's one of those, oh, there's that second opener, and nobody actually knows right. who it is. Right. So he only got, like, 20 minutes. It was okay. Um, I still actually preferred him. Oh, yeah. Over the Cadillac 3. And I know... That there are people out there who love them. We are not any of those people. <laughs> um, I mean, that's your prerogative. You know, that's what makes the world go round. Right. You and, can like who you like, but. And I thought that I was all right because I knew three of their songs. <laughs> As it turns out, I only know one because I got the other two songs confused with A Thousand Horses. <laughs> so. Who I would have rather seen. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't know. I guess if I'm immediately turned off if. Your hair is longer than mine, and you look smelly. <laughs> like, you uh, haven't showered? Yeah, like, that's not something I'm into. So I was just Like, and I'm not saying you have out. to be, like, attractive for me to like your music. But it helps. <laughs> it really helps, yeah. Um, and the thing is, I felt like they just, like, kind of yelled a lot. Yeah. It was like... All the songs kind of sounded the same. Which is funny to say that about country music, because I know that's one of the things people hate about country music, because it all sounds the same, and bro this, and but it road a country mile. I think those of us who are country music fans, though, know that's not actually right. true. Like, we can differentiate. But in we this case... It, they, yeah, yeah the they music. sound the same. And 
the sound, like the the balance between the the like the music and the bass versus and vocals was, was all weird. all night. Yeah. So when they were on, all I really heard was like bass, like really, really loud, and then just kind of like, yeah. And I felt like I was kind of at a, like a screamo concert or something. it was kind of like 40 minutes of suffering. I had to keep like sitting down. Sitting down, (laughs) basically, crouching, because I just couldn't handle it. Um, That's, they take the, like the cake as being one of the worst acts I've had to sit through. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like saying a lot. Because we've seen a lot of opening acts that aren't necessarily bad. Well, and I've seen a lot of opening acts, too, that are, like, you know, you're surprised by how much you enjoy them. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, like, you know, two times ago we saw Old Dominion open for Chase and who are great. Um, And then we saw... We saw Native Run with with Sam Hunt, and they were awesome. Um, I was really surprised by how much I liked Danielle Bradbury when uh, she opened for... Brett Eldridge and Thomas Rhett. So, like, you know, sometimes you go in there and you're like, yeah, there's, you know, a good opening act that I'm not super familiar with. But you walk away thinking, like, oh, I listen to their music. And then sometimes you walk away like, I don't care if I never hear a song from them ever again. If I hear White Lightning, the same refrain over and over and over and over and over, like, I saw White Lightning 800 times. And that song went on for, like, it really did. 16 years. Like, we thought it was over. Yeah, And then they just necessary. went back into it. So that was, un- like, suffering that yeah. we shouldn't have had to deal with. So I never have anything bad to say about Chase Rice. Because <laughs> really, like, if you could dream about my perfect man, probably him or close to it. I mean, I have a lot of ideas of perfect men in my head, but he's, like, one of three. Um, but... What I was going to say is that <laughs> my only gripe is that he is one of the only artists that I know of where you have to pay for a meet and greet. Oh, yeah. Now, some might say, like, hell yeah, I can just pay for a meet and greet. Because, like, when you're like me and have been trying to win a meet and greet for someone for forever. But this is different because... But I'm just saying, like, when you try and try and try and you don't win... You might be tempted to pay for the meet and greet, but the point is, is that Luke Bryan does, and Luke Bryan probably should charge for meet and greet. He probably should. Florida Georgia Line doesn't charge for meet and greet. Bentley doesn't. I don't know of many artists who do, especially not artists like an artist who's not necessarily huge, right? Like I, I mean, Chase, he should be way bigger than he is, but I mean, he's. Let's face it, he's not at Luke Bryan level. (laughs) No. So, but anyway, my point is, is that at his, um, like, merchandise booths, there's a sign, a banner, hanging from the table that says, ask me how to get meet and greet, or something to how that How to effect. meet Chase after the show, yeah. something. So, yeah. of course I did, because <laughs> why not? <clears throat> and it's just, it's deceptive, because what you still have to do is <laughs> sign up and pay $200 and the the way they sweeten the pot with this is that the $200 gets you a picture. You can have your friend come with you. And then you get a flag. Ah. <laughs> it's better than the plaque. Uh, it's better than the plaque, but I still don't know what I would do with the either one is, of those like, things. 
I remember with the last tour, seeing all the meet and greets with the plaque and thinking, I don't want a goddamn plaque right. in my photo. Right, and I don't want, I get, although I have to say, the flags have not appeared in any of the meet and greet photos oh. that I've seen. But I still don't want a $200 flag. Here's my thing. If any of you who listen to this, all three of you, <laughs> if any of you know how you actually win a meet and greet with him, like, there has to be some right. way, right? Other than, like, a radio station giveaway. Right. Let us know. Tweet us. Yeah. Because I would like to get up on that for <laughs> two seconds. Me too, but. Or just say hi. I'm not trying to be a weirdo. I don't want to pay $200 no, for it, though. I don't. Um, that's all I got on that. I mean, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we thoroughly bored you with our recap of, uh, <laughs> Crash My Playa last time. So we're going to thoroughly bore you with some of our top worst concert experiences in the last, what would you say? Two years? Two years. So I feel like two years, two years is like our heavy concert going <laughs> period. Um, it was going to be like top five, but we just came, <laughs> my handy little outline, um, we just came up with a handful that we could remember. We're probably forgetting a lot. And it's not necessarily no. the concert that's bad. It is related to going to being at and leaving concerts. It's right. the whole, it's the whole experience. Yeah. Um, and this, these are in no particular order because I don't think, I mean, I can think of a number one, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so last year or not, yeah, I guess it was last year. We went to see Luke Bryan at, uh, First Energy Stadium. Is that what Cleveland. it's called? It's where the Browns play. Yeah. I don't know. It's First Energy Stadium. Okay. I don't do football. Neither um, do I, so. Um, so, that was great. Um, well, first of all, I mean, like, we were supposed to be really close. I mean, I think we mentioned in the last podcast oh, that you right. were living. I was living in Pittsburgh, and that's a two-hour drive from Cleveland. Uh, I moved back to Gettysburg, uh, and so that made a two-hour drive of five-and-a-half-hour like drive. six hours. Um, so, like, already... We're leaving. No, we had seats. I scored front row floor seats. Nothing to complain about there. Um, but it was nice because while we do love Jen admission shows, you know, having the seat is always the luxury of, like, you can just show up and not right. have to, you know, worry about when you're getting there so much. We just want to be there early enough to, like, get in. Get some drinks. Get some drinks. <laughs> Get to your seat, you know, whatever. So we're thinking, we left it. Well, we left, like, PA at 9 o'clock in the morning. And the show's not till 7. So I think we got to Cleveland finally, like, around 2. But, of course, we couldn't check into our hotel, so we had to get ready. Oh, we could have checked in for a cool $25. Yeah. And then when we said, okay... They said our room wasn't ready and we couldn't do it anyway. So, anyway, so we got ready in the hotel bathroom, which was super fun. Um, and I think our hotel was maybe two miles from the venue. When all was said and done, um, I mean, city miles are a little different than country miles. But, but, <laughs> but we were still anticipating. I yeah. mean, we left at... We left three, between, three and four. Yeah. Um, and 
I don't know who planned this, <laughs> but somehow one of the biggest concerts of, of the summer for the city of Cleveland coincided with the National Air Show. Yeah. Is it the National Air Show? I don't know, but it was an air show. Um, and the field where the air show was was literally down the street from the stadium. So I want you to imagine the worst city traffic you have ever personally experienced and then multiply it multiply it <laughs> by 10. I mean, and you lived in a city for I did. 10 years. I did. So for you to be able to say like I mean, I've seen <laughs> I have experienced some awful traffic, but none that have made me so rage-filled. Well, first of all, just going in, like, whatever happened, like, the, the police didn't know what they were doing, the okay? Police, hmm. They, like, directed me down, down a, a, like, an access road, essentially, that would have gotten you to the stadium had they not intercepted her And then told me to turn around. And told you to turn around. And I was like, well, they just told me to come down here. Right. So, that was awful. And when we finally got where we needed to go, I don't, I mean, we just sat. I did a crossword puzzle. I ate. She ate. I was driving. And well, you weren't actually. Well, were, no, no. Oh, you were in the driver's seat. I was in the driver's seat. And the fact that I could put my car in park, open a bag of tortillas and a jar of salsa, <laughs> and sit there and eat that without something. moving. You know, people were getting out of their cars. They were taking smoke breaks. They were sharing food with neighboring cars. We all thought we were going to die there. People were going off of the road and over the grass median or whatever to get to that access road, which we didn't do because her car would not make My it My car's over. really low. <laughs> if I'd have been in an SUV, yeah, I may have considered it. But the thing that was so infuriating about it is that we could see the stadium. I mean, it was... Yeah, I mean, we maybe, could have walked there. Maybe half a mile sure. away. Yeah. But we just couldn't get there. No. And I so... I think we finally something happened. Well, first of all, she did ha- actually get so angry. We were so stressed out <laughs> that, like, I mean, what time was it while we were still sitting in that same spot? I mean, it was. We knew the show, show started at seven, and I would say it was probably. It was probably six o'clock. Yeah, and we we kind of were joking, like, "Haha, that's right. We're gonna be. We're gonna miss the openers." Well. We kind of did. Rachel was so angry, she tweeted the city of Cleveland. I did, and I'm sure that complaint fell on deaf ears, but... That's some poor planning. It needed to happen. Um, And Cleveland, next year, not that I think he's coming to your... Is he? No. Okay. He's going to blossom. Okay, don't do that again. But just for future reference, don't... Go to a show at First Energy Stadium the day of the Cleveland National <laughs> Air Show. Yeah. Look that up in advance. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Or, like, find another, I don't know, find another way there. Come the day before. <laughs> just just don't do what we did. Because you know what? We had to go in get our tickets from Will Call. Well, first of all, when we finally got there, we're pulling up and we hear Dustin Lynch. Yeah. Like, his set from my car. That, um, and that's sad because he's... Fun to watch as yeah. an opener. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm breaking stuff. 
Um, so like we finally, but luckily, I don't know if it's because we got there late, our parking situation was really good. It was. I mean, it was literally across the street. So that worked out. I mean, we were so like stressed by the time we got there that we shot like <laughs> bottles, mini bottles of vodka and, and tequila <laughs> in the parking garage. Um, and then we went to Will Call. And that and, was a situation. And we stood there for a long time because, again, poor planning on somebody's part. I think there was only like one, one or two, two windows, windows open. So we had to wait for But our, it was by like last name. I don't know. It was like each window was for part of the alphabet. And there was no one in the V window. Right. I mean, and I know I'm, I'm at get, the end of the alphabet. But, but I mean, that was kind of, I was really buzzed. Right then, I was so I, too. I don't really remember. All I know is that we had to wait a long time, but we finally got to our seats. But that was after they. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we went in, and by the time we got in, Randy Hauser was already playing. Which <sighs> he's all right. What do we say about Panty Hauser? Um, he's got some songs. Like we went is still a, a jam. Yeah. I'll turn that up every single time, but the rest... How Country Feels is a song that I love, but in general, I find him kind of boring. Yeah. So, we didn't hate that we missed that. What we hated is that no one seemed to know how to get to our seats. Because it's, you know, floor, and you're thinking, oh, I can go in any way, but you you'd can't. be wrong. No. You can't, because there are fireworks. You know, the fireworks that Luke sets off. Not that he does it personally, but... <laughs> Hold on. Let me go set these fireworks off. The, uh, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, there are pyrotechnics that happen at the end of the show, and they've got to put those somewhere. Well, they put them in a large part of the stadium, so that certainly blocks off a large part of the stadium. So, anyway, it was hard to get to our seats. And I forgot how annoying that was. I, I also, but we did, I mean, once we got there, though, like, don't don't get us wrong. Once we were there, it was great. It was just a, um, I mean, it was a sweet situation once we were in our, in it our was. seats. I mean, I think it was, it was our first time having seats for yes. a show of his. Yes, yes. It was probably our first time having seats for anything since, anything. like, eighth grade. Yeah. Like, the back <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and, you know, front row, and even though, like, because our whole thing was, which is also on our list, we did see him at Lincoln Financial Field in 2014, yes. which was the only stadium date we'd done prior. And for that, we did pit. And we kind of, like, unanimous, unanimously decided, like, no more stadiums unless we can do seats. Right. So while, you know, it's a really big, the stage is huge. The scope is huge. You're not like, he's not really in front of you all the right. time. You've got dance space. I mean, I've never had so much room at a concert. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a little drunk. We both did. I almost puked. <laughs> she did. I mean, like, Rachel had to drive my car back to our hotel after because I needed to, like, hang my head out the window. <laughs> like a dog. <clears throat> but that's what happens when I have access to go get more beverages. Right. And you don't have to fight people. So it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I mean, so the show and everything was fantastic, but that was a stressful situation. It really was. So um I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> um so like we said before, we have 
seen a couple of shows at the Fillmore, like various locations. And I think they've got several around the country. We've only been to the two, Silver right. Spring and Philly. Um, so we had gone to see Sam Hunt February 2015. And, I mean, it was a good night because we went to Founding Farmers for dinner. If you've never been to Founding Farmers, do and you it. are in either Montgomery County or D.C., mm-hmm. oh, my God, do it. Do it. Um, so we had a really good meal. And, and then, like, basically, that was part of the bribery for me. <laughs> I bought our ticket. My parents bought dinner. You know, it worked out. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the show. I I think Aaron also enjoyed. I'm, I'm going to just, that's the word I'll use. I don't think she really liked it all that much, but she enjoyed it. <laughs> How do you not like it all that much, but she enjoyed it? <laughs> no, it was... She didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I I would have probably enjoyed it more if we hadn't been like we got there kind of late and it was frigid. It was. And um like I'm okay with not being directly against a stage. Like I don't have to be against the bear most of the time. I mean, I depending on who it is, but but we were like really kind of in the middle of the crowd yeah. and it was really tight. And I just, I've said, I feel awkward in the middle of a crowd. Like, I like having a barricade to lean against. I feel really awkward when it's just people all around me. And I'm, like, awkwardly kind of bopping in the middle of the crowd. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I think I would have liked it better if we were a little more towards the front. Well, that didn't happen. Um, So the show itself was great. And then we left. Um, Yeah, this has nothing to do with the show. Right, right. It's everything after. Because it was Valentine's Day weekend, and I think... It was on Valentine's Day, right? It was, yeah. And I think pretty much everywhere in the East Coast got some sort of snow. <sighs> and it was all, it was snowing by the time we got into the show. It had stopped, I think, by the time we left. I mean, but brutally cold. Like, just brutally walking cold. to your car was... It was windy. It was icy. And then we started actually drive home. And at first, it didn't seem bad, though. No. And then... (laughs) And anybody who has driven in the snow knows that it's unpredictable. And the thing is, there wasn't a lot laying. It was just this... You know, it was like the kind where it gets really, like, packed down. So it's super slick. Mm Mm-hmm. And you had an an SUV, so we thought, you know, like... Fine. And then I think... Somebody's GPS decided that we were not taking the right route and needed to go in another direction. That bitch Angelica again. Yeah, <laughs> that damn bitch. <laughs> uh, we have named her GPS system Angelica because she's a bitch. And you think that Angelica is a bitchy sounding name. Um, but anyway, I'm not even sure where we were because I feel like every time we come home from that general area, it's a different way. way. And it shouldn't be because it's... But there, I guess there are like several different ways to go. But anyway, we ended up getting off this off-ramp. And then I just start sliding. <laughs> potentially to our death. <laughs> I mean, it was not good. It was not good. And I have anti-lock, anti-lock brakes. And it was just terrible. And I was white-knuckling the whole time. I really thought we were going to drive off into a ditch and my car was going to roll over and we were both going to die or be <laughs> severely injured. And no one would come and find us because it's like 
one o'clock in the morning. I mean, we're just lucky that you were able to like kind of tap your brakes <laughs> to get stopped, even though you were like basically in the other direction. Yes. By the time that happened. And luckily there was no car coming. Right. Um, I mean, we were okay. My car was... My car was okay. On the inside, I was not okay. Because <laughs> you were not okay for a long I was, time. Like, I I had some sort of post-traumatic stress reaction to that. I, guys, I had <laughs> pulsatal tinnitus for almost a solid month after that. And if you don't know what that is, that is you hear your heartbeat in your ear constantly. It is a constant whoosh in your ear. You cannot sleep. You can't even, like, exert yourself because it just gets louder. That was two weeks straight. I saw a freaking neurologist. I thought that I had, an like, a pseudoaneurysm in my brain. I didn't, but I blame that night. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Because it's like a stress reaction, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it started after that. Yep. Sure did. So if that doesn't <laughs> fall in the top five it effed me sucky up. <laughs> concert experiences, then I don't know what does. And we now kind of have this like stigma with the Fillmore Silver Spring just yes. because of it. Yeah. Um, which is why, again, I don't necessarily want to go see Dustin Lynch right. at the Fillmore Silver Spring in February. Oh, my God. And it's like a day before. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. And also seeing concerts in the winter is always sketchy. It is. You just don't know. We try, like, most people are like, oh, my God, off-season concerts. Like, what concerts? Who's touring during the winter? And I guess that's fine if you live on the West Coast or, like, <laughs> where it doesn't snow. But here, it's like, because mm. Chase's show, the one we were just at last week, was actually supposed to be in October. Right. And we bought the tickets thinking, okay, we'll October. Fine. Yeah. No, it got changed. Yep. And, um... And we were literally like, if it's going to snow, we're not going. <laughs> yeah. Like, she was like, I'll eat that that ticket cost. Yeah. Not we worth did. it. So, at least it didn't snow. It didn't. And it wasn't even that cold. It wasn't. Until we decided to take our coats back to the car <laughs> and wait it out. Um, but anyway, so, oops. She's also breaking stuff. We're <laughs> <laughs> so, on to number three. Sure. Which would be what? You pick. Um, well, we're talking about the issues with going in. Like, we have found that all of our issues, well, at least most of them, going to and from concerts, it really is the going to and right. the leaving. Right. Um, the actual concert experiences are gener- generally pretty good. Like, not too many complaints, but um, we just don't have good luck. We with, don't. So, like, if it's not snow... Then it's rain. Now, last year, if you lived in the general, like, south-central Pennsylvania, northern Virginia. Maryland. So much rain all summer. I mean, it was just, like, you expect summer to be sunny. No. We didn't see sun. The sun sun was out of the picture. So, you know, we kind of... You don't really think about the travel aspect necessarily. We were thinking like, oh, well, we, our shows are planned. They're for amphitheaters. We're covered. We're down in the pit, whatever. Sh- shows rain or shine, not a big deal. 
until the first Luke Bryan show of 2015, which was Jiffy Lube Live yep. DC, um, in June. June. And funnily enough, like we had a situation getting to that show to to a show at the same venue the previous year, right? Where the traffic was terrible, so we figured, okay, um, we'll leave early enough. But I think at this this particular time we had to take a friend to the airport, so that which was BWI, which is Baltimore. So it's kind of on the way, but but not really, <laughs> but not really. <clears throat> um, and it rained the whole way to the airport. And not just like a steady rain. It was torrential. Torrential. So we left with like, you know, plenty of time, drove slowly. We got to the airport. We're like, okay, drop the friend off. We've got it. We've got like an hour, maybe an hour to get. No, I mean, like, how long? We, like, we gave ourselves plenty of time to get to the venue before the parking lots opened. Oh. Like, the parking lot opened at like four. And we were, mm-hmm. like, planning to be there by, like, 3, 3.30. Um, that didn't happen. I think a trip that was supposed to take, mm, all told, not, like, including the airport stop, like, two hours. Should have taken two hours or less. Took us, like, Three. four and a half. Uh, no. It was, like, four. All right. Easily. Okay. I think she, as she does a lot. I think she's exaggerating a little bit, but it did take a long time. It took longer, way longer than it should have. And because I don't think we rolled up until about five thirty, which is funny because because of the previous year with we got we sat in like bottleneck traffic outside of the venue. We were like less than a mile from the venue, and we sat there for a long time, <laughs> a really long time, and we had VIP for. Luke Bryan. I'm sorry. I have a I have a tick apparently. Like I have to play with stuff and I'm making noise. I'm sorry. Um we had VIP and we were supposed to be there at like five o'clock and I think we got there at like six and we're like the last people in and we're at the very back of the room yeah. and anyway, it was a whole thing. And so this time we decided we were leaving early. I purchased VIP parking. I was like, we're good, we're gonna we're we're prepared. Prepared. Um but we weren't prepared for the rain. No, we were not. Because not only were we driving super slow, there was, like, how many detours? A lot. And, like, surprise toll roads. And I don't – I mean, if you've ever driven in that general area, there are a lot of toll roads. But I just feel like they come out of nowhere. Like, there's really no rhyme or reason to what you have to pay for. So, anyway, I think we sat at a toll plaza for 10 minutes. Like, I mean, like – literally sat in our cars did not move for no particular reason except the weather I guess for yeah like a good 10 minutes maybe more maybe more it felt like more because even the creeping you know right took forever so we paid this toll you know several months later I, I started getting um violation notices <laughs> in the mail <laughs> for not paying tolls and the thing is it shows a picture of your car so I know it's my car but to this day I've now received three of them three different violations and mind you the last one was like two weeks ago so it's been <laughs> months months and months and months. months um and it's like they're not super expensive but they all say like final notice but <laughs> I never got like a first notice and I still can't figure out where these other toll roads were because we only sat at one toll plaza and we paid it. Right. 
So now I'm kind of afraid because, you know, we're planning to go do a show at Jiffy Lube again this summer. And I'm like, well, how many tolls am I going to get? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do our research, I guess. I don't know. But so, um, but the show itself was good. (laughs) But it was funny because when we finally got there, as we're driving through all this rain, we're thinking, oh God, because, you know, we've already talked about how we will not go to shows obscenely early and like stand outside the venue. And if you get VIP parking for most concerts, most venues, that kind of alleviates that need, especially right. a Jiffy Lube. It's got a completely different entrance right. for VIP parking, and um, you don't have to go to the main entrance. So, like, you can go pick your tickets up at Will Call, and then when the gates open, they let you in from, like, the other side of the venue. Right. So all these poor people who have been waiting in line for, like, 12 hours at the front of the venue – have like a mile to, <laughs> to run to the pit and we're like already in there, you so know, that, so that's good. But yeah, so it was funny though. Cause when we drove up and I was thinking, oh, all these people have been waiting in the rain and everyone has their umbrellas and we got there and the rain stopped. Yeah. Like just as we got to the venue, we waited an hour. Yeah. They let us in. We were like one of the first people in the pit right against the stage I mean, and we didn't get there till you know, an hour and a half, two hours after parking opened. So yeah. it actually worked out really well. But yeah, getting there was the pits. It was, <laughs> it was harrowing. <laughs> but um, so rain. Yeah, just I feel like there was another show that we dealt with a lot of. Oh, we did. It was Camden later that year. Oh, that's right. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so that was a bad experience. That was a stressful experience. Just. The rain, the the detours, like they were detouring us through some weird, like it was like residential. Yeah. Um, it was bad. Yeah. Um. So the other, and it's not. It, this has nothing really to do with getting there or leaving. Um. But the openers, um, <sighs> we did, like we said, Lincoln Financial, what two thousand fourteen. Um, so that was one of the handful of stadium dates that Luke had. Um, and we were supposed to get Dirk Bentley. Well, I mean, all the other stadium dates, they okay. had him. They did. And so I think reasonable people would expect that we would also get him. We didn't. Um, we got Brantley Gilbert. <laughs> and for those of you who know us or follow us or just have a general sense of what kind of country music we like. We don't like Brantley Gilbert. Um, so it was disappointing to begin with like to, to know that he was our opener and not anybody else. But it was an hour of mushmouth <laughs> and <laughs> and brass knuckle microphone and a lot of like griping about the second amendment. And I get it. Okay. But I don't come to concerts to listen to anybody's political bullshit. Like, it's not what I'm here for. It's not what anybody has paid money for. Especially when you, like, that's been a long day. Like, that, we've decided that, and I know, again, there are people who have waited outside a venue for 12, 15 hours. Good for you. Um... We're too old for that nonsense. <laughs> yeah, we really are. And maybe I get tired. Maybe you're older than us and you still do it. But that's fine. Power to you. But um I just don't have the want or the 
physical capacity <clears throat> to like sit or stand outside of a venue for that long. So this show at Lincoln Financial Field was probably the longest we've ever waited right. for a show. And it was interesting because we pulled right up to the venue, like just as parking was opening. Um, we went and got in line and there were, weren't a whole lot of people in front of us. No. And um, that was probably at noon. Right. And the only the only reason we went as early as we did was because we had pit tickets for a stadium show. Otherwise, no way in hell would we have ever done that. <clears throat> and we knew it was going to be a huge pit. And anyway, um, so I don't remember what time they actually opened. Like, and it was one of those things where, like, they let you in, but they don't really let you right. in. So it's, you know, you wait for three hours outside, and then they let you in, like, the first set of gates, and then you wait, like, another two hours, and then you let you in through the main gates, but you can't go to your seat. You have to just stand there in a line. Right. Anyway, it was, I don't know, the longest we've ever waited, though, and it was hot, and... I got sunburned. She always gets sunburned. Um, <laughs> it was, we'd already waited long enough, and then you get in there, and you know how it is once you get into a general admission show where there's more waiting. Right. So, I mean, and we had all of, I mean, we had, who? Oh, it was Lee, okay, it was... It was Lee Cole, Bryce, Cole Swindell, and then Brantley, and so by the time... Luke actually came on stage. It was nine. Yeah. And we'd already been like standing for. Right. Cause the show started at six. So, and that was like after waiting in line for right. six hours. Right. So if you, if you know, that's something you do on a regular basis for any show. I, I don't know. God. Yeah. I don't speed. necessarily applaud you for that. I mean, I guess I, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. And like, Really, the people in that crowd sucked. They did. They were, like, mean and pushy. And there were a couple of people around us that were all right. Because um, I think I follow a couple of them on Instagram. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, the whole vibe that night was just off. And, and I think we just, you know, that was our first experience at a stadium show and in the pit. And I... That's even though we were against the barricade, like right by the round stage, which you know is like prime real estate, and as far as the pit goes, yeah. Um, I think that's kind of when we decided it's like, well, half the time you couldn't even see where whoever was performing was, right? Like unless they were like right in front of you on that round stage or like the catwalk, because it was like you know if you're familiar with like Luke's setup from his stadium tour, you know, tour dates, it's like a main stage, a catwalk. Round stage, two more catwalks, bridges. Anyway, so it goes way out. And um, I don't like, I don't want to go to a concert and watch the, like the jumbotron. Right. You know what I mean? Especially when you're in the pit. Or just see nobody on stage. Like, yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> where'd he go? Yeah. So that was pretty much where we were just like, this is not worth it. Like I, um, yeah, I, I just didn't yeah. have any desire to do a stadium in the pit ever again. Nope. So Good. that's why when we went to Cleveland last year, we got seats. We got our front row seats. And while he still wasn't in front of us all the time, we could always see him. Yeah. And we weren't like being shoved or like, you know, we could sit down if we wanted to. Oh, we could beautiful. move. Yeah. So Lincoln Fund, I mean, and waiting in line that day was a little dicey anyway. Like it was hot. There was no bathrooms. No. There was no nowhere nearby to go to the bathroom. 
Um, nowhere to get food. Um, no, it was just kind of a rough day. And then, like, there was the girl hurling oh, yeah. while we were standing in line. We were next to some girl who was puking, and it smelled terrible. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> and they were just super disorganized. Yep, they sure were. The staff. Um, like, they'd be like, oh, everybody line up here. And then, even though you're in the front of the line, they'd be like, okay, now move over here. So then it didn't matter that you were in the front of the line because... Anyway, it was just messy. It was. Um, I, I We much prefer smaller venues. But just across the Delaware River is Camden, New Jersey, um, which is the host to Susquehanna Bank Center. Which is now apparently, okay. Yes. Looking at, <laughs> looking at Luke's tour dates for this year, um, he has the two nights in what they call quote-unquote Philly, which is yet again Camden, New Jersey. And I thought it was a different venue. It's the same one. They changed oh, the name. Oh, God. Anyway. It's now BB&T something or another. All right. Well, when we've gone, it was Susquehanna Bank Center, and it's a weird amphitheater um, because you have to go in before you go out again. Um, <laughs> like but, indoors. Right. But that's not really my biggest gripe. It's disorganized for sure. Um, but that really has nothing to do with why this night in particular sucks so bad. Um, we had gone to see Dark Bentley in June at that venue. No, no real issues other than getting into the pit because it's frustrating. The staff, okay, like you know, usually getting into a pit at a venue, it's like pretty straightforward. Like if you're at the front of the line, you get in first, right? Um, this is this was not like that. No, every and every, I think at most venues there's a. Somewhat of a separate entrance for general admission seats. Not here. Um, whether you have general admission, floor, or lawn, you all line up at the same spot, which doesn't make a lot of sense And then to when me. they let you in, it's inside. So it's like you actually go indoors. Right. And then there are doors, again, that go back outside. Like or into, down to the pit. Right, into where the amphitheater is, like the actual right. stage area. And so once you get through, like, the main entrance, everyone just runs to this one little door. <laughs> With, like, a table set up out front and two frazzled ladies who don't know what to do with all these people who want their wristbands and wants to get down to the pit I mean, as there's no as line. possible. I mean, there is no line. It's, it's a mess. Um, um, but, again, not we digress a lot. Um, but not really the point of why this night was so terrible. It was the last Luke Bryan show of the summer. So it was what, September September 12th, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had gone and Aaron's sister and mom came along with us. And that was their second show for Luke Bryan. Um, but it was our first time in the pit. So oh. what we wanted to happen was for them to have a really great experience in the pit like we typically do have. Um, But that was just not in the cards for us that night. And we've said it before. I mean, some pit crowds are great. And, like, you you make friends. In general, in any crowd, there's going to be, like, the few jerks. Right. But the vibe of the crowd as a whole tends to be pretty good. We've not had any really bad experiences with, at least at Luke's shows. I mean, in shows in general that we've been to, but... Um, but this night for some, and I, I don't want to say that it's Camden, but I think that it's Camden because it's Camden slash Philly. Yeah. And I really, I don't know what it is. Um, 
But it's like when you cross the Ben Franklin Bridge. I guess. You just go into a different realm. Realm where people are just jerks. Jerks. I mean, and I hate to say that I, you know, didn't enjoy myself at a Luke Bryan show because you shouldn't really ever have a reason to say that. But when I think back to that show, I remember less about the show than I do about... Right, because it was colored by our experience in the pit. Um, that's a crappy way to go out to after, like, all the shows throughout the year. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's your last hurrah. And, you know, at that point, we know we're not seeing him again until January. January. So it's like, all right, big bang, woo. And then, um, <laughs> I mean, it really started at the beginning because once you get down there, I think you kind of get a feel for who's going to be cool, who might cause you some trouble. Or... You got to feel it out. Right. And you, I think you definitely get a good sense of the overall vibe. And I did not get a good sense of the overall vibe. Um, I mean, w- when we got in there, we did get a spot right along the catwalk. Um, but even from the beginning, it was a lot of um, people kind of weaseling up on right. you. And there were four of us. Usually there's two of us holding it down. And you'd think with four people. It'd you- be a little bit easier, but it wasn't. Um, and... Uh, there were a lot of like bigger groups that came together, so of course they need to stick together and you know strength and numbers, I guess. I also but, feel like this, and I don't know for sure, but I feel like this pit was oversold. Yes, so there were a lot of things, like, like it more so than and usual. If, you know, you've been to a lot of general admission shows or a lot of Luke shows. Usually, you find that of course the the crowd's really dense near the stage, but it kind of gets more sparse going back. Like you could stand near the end of the catwalk and have some personal space. Right. And this was not like that. Like I was so smashed against (laughs) the barricade. I couldn't breathe. And it was so hot. Mm -hmm. So behind us, there are a group of girls who I think at the beginning, I didn't think much of them. Um, But apparently they had more of a right to be there than we did. Even though we were there first. Right. Um, Because several times I think they threatened Aaron's sister. (laughs) And, I mean, when I say my sister, too, this is not like my little sister, okay? My sister is 37 years old. Yeah. Like, she's a grown-ass woman. (laughs) And, like... I mean, she's she's pretty tall, and I mean, she doesn't necessarily look like a little, you know, waif that you can push around. But they, they did. They, yeah. I think towards the end, I didn't. I don't try to pick fights with anybody. Like I'm just there to enjoy myself, and I really don't necessarily care what's happening around me. But something happened where you know my focus was totally taken out of the show, and I was like. People are going to really get in a fight. Somebody I know is going to get in a I fight. I almost, like, threw a punch. Yeah. I think that's the only time I've ever been. Because I physically had to turn you around <laughs> and say, I don't know what I said to her, but I I had to stop her from, <laughs> I don't know what she was going to do, but I had to stop her <laughs> because I think, well, they were trying to tell me that I shoved that little, which is a whole nother thing. Like, I know people bring their children into the pit for shows. Like, just the other, at the Chase show last weekend, there was, like, a dad, a self-entitled dad with, a you know, a girl, little girl who, you know, they were weaseling their way up to right. the front. Because um, parents, I feel like a lot of them bring their kids and take them into the pit and then use them as, like, 
pawns. A pawn, like to get closer <laughs> to the front, like, oh, I have my kid with me. So, but anyway, um, but at the pit in Camden, this woman comes in and I had no issue with her being there. I mean, she was actually in line ahead of us. Like when we got to the venue, um, she was there with her little girl who I was, I think she said it was like five or six. Yeah. And, um, and I just didn't realize that they were in the pit. And then when we go in there, she pops out a stool, <laughs> a step stool, and puts <laughs> it by the barricade next to me. So there's this little like five year old girl on a step stool beside me. And I already said it's super tight. There's so many people. And I'm trying so hard throughout this show to like anchor myself to the barricade so that I'm not shoving this little girl. And then at some point, I looked over. And the little girl and her mom were gone. This is like, you know, halfway through the show. And there's these girls beside me. And I'm like, what happened to the the mom and little girl that were here? And these women are like, well, you knocked her little girl off the stool. So she left. And I was like, like, what? I didn't knock her little girl off the stool. Like, I haven't even touched her. And then these girls who weren't even there with this woman. So why do they care so much? Because now they're against the barricade, right? right? Start like cussing me out about how I need to like, I can't even say the words. I shouldn't say the words that they said. It's a lot of expletives. Oh, um, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh yeah. I, that I, they were going to bleeping oh. <laughs> punch me in my throat or like, I don't know. And if it gets to the point where you're threatening to throat punch somebody, I, I just feel like maybe you should step back evaluate. Which was when choices. she had to turn me around because like this girl's in my face like yelling about how I need to move, you know, and how um, she, I don't even know how she somehow made it sound like I wasn't supposed to be up front, which I'd been there the whole show. right? And I may have had a few drinks. So I was just, you know, like I'm trying to watch Luke. His butt's right in front of my face. Right. I want to look at that. Not your fat, ugly face. I'm sorry. Whoa. I'm, Whoa. She wasn't even, I mean, her face was not actually fat. It's just... <laughs> It was ugly, though. It was not even – I don't remember. (laughs) I just know that she was so blinded by rage that she doesn't even remember what this lady looks like. I just know that that's the first time I've ever considered physical violence. Like, actually, like, for real. And I think at the very end, there was a moment where I really thought that her sister (laughs) and these girls were going to get in a fight. They were threatening to take her outside and, quote, unquote, kick her ass. Oh after the show. Um, I've never, ever, ever been in that situation at a concert. I and mean, my, my happened. sister was just like, what is happening? Right. And I mean, also, just as far as the crowd beat, and it wasn't just the people around us. I mean, it was like the whole crowd was just nasty. Yeah. Um, like before the show even started, like during the openers, you know, the one thing that's nice about that venue is like they have really good concessions and – it's actually easy to get to. Like, they're very close by. You don't have to go hike a mile to you know, go get a drink. So, again, we've seen Dustin Lynch and Randy Hauser how many times. So, like, I um, I left to go get a drink. And, you know, fighting your way back through a pit crowd can get a little dicey sometimes no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I've never not been able to get back to my spot. Like, you might have to be a little pushy, but right. – Actually, there was one time where you were not able to get back to your spot. <laughs> You're right. Um, but it's, it, it doesn't matter. It was just there was one time. It happened a long time ago, but it was just funny to us. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> all right. Anyway, 
for at least for in the recent past, there's never been a time where I've not been able to get to my spot. Right. And um, <laughs> now I'm like, oh, um, oh God. Okay, so <laughs> I have my <laughs> I have my drink and and um, you know I'm trying to get back to my spot. Randy's on, and I like had people like literally trying to prevent me from going any further. You know, you'll have people who will kind of give you the side eye or people who will kind of like look at you like, "Uh, I don't think, you know, I want to let you pass. But generally you do make your way through the crowd. This was like people turning their backs to me, widening their stance, crowding together. Someone actually said, you're not going back up there. (laughs) And I, I, I mean, what do you even say to that? I right. said, yes, I am. Yeah. I mean, but like, and it was the whole way getting through the crowd was like that. It was to the point where I was actually stuck for a portion of probably like three or four minutes where I just stood there with my drink because I could not get through. I mean, I'm five feet tall. And when you, <laughs> she's little, and when, <laughs> when you are trying to like swim through a crowd and everyone's like a foot and a half taller than you. That's hard enough. I was ready to like duck below their legs and like crawl back up to the front. But then my sister had the same issue. She went to get a drink, couldn't get back. So at that point, we're like, okay, this crowd sucks. Yeah. Little did we know. Yeah. That it would just turn out to be even worse. So maybe it's not right of us to, you know, like I don't feel like the Dirks Bentley crowd when we were there was a bad crowd. I don't know. There was something about it. The vibe. Yeah. The vibe. Like, if I don't, I don't ever care to go see a show in Camden ever again. That's why we, like, after this show, we decided to veto Camden. And I mean, and that's saying something because it is a relatively easy trip. You know what I mean? Like, Camden itself is sketchy. Oh, yeah. It is (laughs) sketchy. I mean, that's not somewhere you want to hang out. No. Um, I don't think anybody actually hangs out there. Well, some people do, but yeah, no one you want to interact no. with. So, um, unless you're looking for something specific, <laughs> like drugs or prostitutes. prostitutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but after the show, after we've, and I personally did not experience any like anybody wanting to fight me because I stayed in my spot and you were kind of between me and my mom. Yeah. You were, um, you were sheltered. Yes. And I was just like, I'm here to enjoy the show. Leave me alone. Um, but after that, we were trying. Okay. If you've never been to the Susquehanna bank center or whatever the hell it's called now, um, it is directly on like the New Jersey transit line. So you can take a, whatever train that they have. I don't know. Um, to the menu, but it like randomly stops. There's, I, I don't know. How you to have sh- to basically, but you have to cross the tracks, like to, from the parking lot to the venue. Right. So like this train track runs, yeah, right through the middle of it. Right. And, and there's some part of it, and I don't know how this works because I don't know trains. Um, uh, but there was like a gate. Or something. It's like a big old metal gate, though. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a little. And I mean, you're not going to get past it. it. It's meant to stop you or prevent <laughs> on you on the from, tracks. We should say prevent you from going somewhere. But anyway, we were all in the car, and of course, her sister was like fired up because she almost got in a fight. <laughs> um, so it was a like a chaotic situation. We're all anyway. fired up. I mean, um, it, it was yeah, and we're ready to get out of there, but. 
So we were waiting to get out of the parking lot, and all of a sudden we just hear this do it. Yeah, like I that was <laughs> like, not a good sound effect. <laughs> crash. Yeah. <laughs> also a terrible sound effect. I am not. Anyway, in, okay. anyway, so we hear this giant crash, and we're like, oh shit, what happened? So and in fact, I don't even know what happened, but somebody, just, I guess, decided to, to drive get, down the train tracks. Yeah, they got in their car, drove down the train tracks, and didn't see the giant barrier preventing them from getting to wherever they were trying to go. And they crashed into it. And they got their, like, hood stuck under this gate thing. Um, and so we were fascinated. It was, I, like, right beside us. Yeah, I so. have pictures on my phone. Um, I mean, the police are all over it. It was awesome. They're arresting. <laughs> They're arresting the driver who was drunk, for sure. And there was a police officer who came to, like, tap on our window and was laughing with us about it. <laughs> it um, almost made, it made up, up for, for the, the show. Yeah. I mean, that is hashtag stay classy Camden. Yep. Um, that was just, like, the, the final. It was, like, the grand finale. It really was. Like... Literal train wreck. Yeah. Well, not a literal train wreck. Well, it was a car, but it was train tracks. Right, but... <laughs> Railroaded. Yes. That's better. That's a better use of the word, um, literally. So while that was really entertaining, that was that whole night was... I mean, that might be, like, my number one... and Because most of it was actually at the concert. Like, that's the one really bad concert experience. Yep. So, needless to say, when Luke plays his back-to-back nights... <laughs> in Camden, New Jersey, this this uh, I think it's in July. Um, we're not no, going to be there. We're not going to be there. Instead, we're going further away. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Burgettstown instead, which is Pittsburgh. For those of you who don't know, ish, mostly Pittsburgh. Mostly Pittsburgh, past Pittsburgh. <laughs> we would rather drive an additional like two hours. Yep, to go to Burgettstown, then go back. To Camden, New Jersey. Plus, Pittsburgh is way better than anything Camden, New Jersey could ever hope to be. And First Niagara is also a nice venue. And, you know, we kind of had that. We did. If you ever go, just bring your drinks with you. Drink in the parking lot and you'll be good to go. And we don't mean tailgate. Like, get in line and drink. Because you can do that. Yep, it's fun. Um, Anything else? I don't know. I think that's it. Like, I mean... In general, we've had we've been lucky. Yep, we've not had any like really terrible experiences, but we're off to a good start for this year. We sure are, and hopefully I, that set the tone. Chase set the tone. Yes, and um, next time we'll be fresh off round two of Crash My Playa. And we're really <laughs> in ex- depression. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we're super excited. Yeah, you probably won't hear from us before then. Um. No, you definitely won't. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's it. All right. So, like we said, follow Tweet us, us and tell us your <laughs> worst concert experience. Yeah, or just let us know that you're listening because I'm not convinced that anybody is. I don't think so. All right. <laughs> We're yeah. not very good at self-promotion. We're not. We'll try to be better. We're working on that. Okay. All, All right. right. Bye. Bye.